Hey everybody, welcome back to Evolved Athletics Radio. My name is Jim Young. This is episode 48, and this is going to be a slightly different episode than I usually put out. Uh, I thought I would take this opportunity to share uh, my top five resources that I typically use for most of my health and fitness information. Um, the first place I, I want to start is PubMed. Uh, because I, you know, I have a higher education, I typically want to know, you know, the nitty gritty of, of, you know, different topics, right? So PubMed's a uh, place that you can go to pull up research articles um, on, you know, whatever topic that you are, you know, trying to look up. So like creatine, for instance, that's a really easy one. Um, Instead of using Google, which will sometimes give you, you know, blog content, uh, PubMed will actually give you the research where most of those blogs get their content from if they're not just, you know, making stuff up, right? So, and PubMed's really easy to reference back to. Uh, if you've read any of my uh, articles in the blog ar- articles in the past, I, I use uh, Pub, PubMed quite a bit. Uh, Google Scholar is another one that I, I typically use if I can't find something on uh, PubMed, or I can't pull up the research article, right? Because sometimes they're behind a paywall. If you go to Google Scholar, uh, which I think it's scholar.google.com, um, sometimes you can pull up that same research article without having to pay for it. So um, I, I would say PubMed and Google Scholar is my, my first resource uh, that I use. And this is usually if I have uh, topics that you know I already have come to mind. Um, so, you know, the, the second place or the second resource that I typically use is, you know, everybody's on it, you know, social media platforms. And at this point, it tends to be more, uh, Facebook and a little bit of Instagram at this point, you know, but it's, I'm looking for particular individuals like, uh, Brad Schoenfeld, um, Spencer Nadolsky, um, his brother, I think it's Carl Nadolsky, um, Syed, Jordan Syed comes up quite a bit. At one point I used to follow, uh, Lane Norton. I don't so much anymore. Um, his personality is a bit too abrasive for me. Um, he does put out really good content if you can get past his, uh, persona, I guess. Uh, it might not be a persona. It might just actually be how he is. Um, but it, it's just, it's not appealing to me and it's hard for me to get past. So I don't follow him. Uh, anymore. Um, Alan Aragon was somebody that I followed quite a bit. Uh, He used to be really, really huge in the, you know, nutrition side of the fitness industry. But a couple of years ago, he, uh, yeah, he he made some very poor choices. Uh, And I'm sure you can, you can find out more about that if you want. But, you know, I, I don't follow him like I used to anymore. Sohi Lee is another one that that I like. She puts out really good information. James Krieger, although uh, he, I wouldn't follow his uh, Facebook page as much as I'd follow his website, Weightology. Um, that that one is where he spends you know most of his time talking about you know the the fitness industry and different topics that are coming up. Um, Renaissance periodization or Mike Isretel, he's another one that I tend to go to quite a bit. So there's a handful of them. Um, I'll probably put this in an article rather than 
you know, listing everybody out. But uh, typically what I do is if I find content from them that they're putting out, then I'll go back and I'll use my first resource, which is, uh, you know, PubMed and Google Scholar to determine, uh, you know, some of the stuff that, that I saw on their pages. Then there's a handful of podcasts. So as my third resource, I, I use podcasts. So, you know, currently I commute quite a bit. So one of the things I do is I listen to a lot of podcasts and Revive Stronger and Sigma Nutrition are two that I tend to listen to uh, for, you know, nutrition and exercise information. There are other individuals out there that, that have some decent shows. Mike Matthews comes to mind. He, uh, he puts together a pretty good show. Um, he, he's another one where his content kind of it's hit or miss. Uh, some of the people that he's had on his show um, aren't necessarily individuals that I, you know, would really want to get a ton of my information from. It's, it's again, it's one of the reasons why I tend to go back to PubMed and Google Scholar quite a bit. So as resource three, a uh, couple of web, a couple of other websites that I typically use uh, to keep up on supplement information uh, is Examine.com. Uh, so pretty much, you know, any kind of supplement that, that you can think of at this point, uh, you, you're more than likely able to find it on that website. And they give a pretty good breakdown of, you know, what its functions are, how it functions in the body, you know, different pharmacology information and things like that. They do a really good job over there. Uh, so it's something that I do uh, tend to peer at periodically. Now, I, I know that they're starting to expand out. Uh, quite a bit, and they're adding other like other nutrition content to their uh, to their website. Uh, I don't know that you know. I, I I haven't found their stuff all that helpful because it's not really any that any different from some of the other content that I found on other sites. Um, they really got their start focusing on supplements and the the research and the science behind supplements. So I tend to lean on them quite a bit. So as resource number four, uh, I use this mainly to get an idea and a feel for uh, a lot of the content that's being, uh, you know, pumped out there. Uh, it's actually two different websites. One is T Nation, and the other one is AnabolicMinds.com. Uh, so T Nation and AnabolicMinds.com. Both of those, they usually have a host of writers that post their articles i think i think it's by invite only so you know you can't just decide to write for either one of those websites i think you have to be invited to uh to post on there but regardless you know those two websites they give you kind of an idea of what's going on there if there's any you know increase or decrease in different training protocols um suggestions of training protocols uh, nutrition habits, nutrition science, that kind of stuff. So you'll see a, a huge mix of various information, health and fitness information on both of those websites. So the last or the fifth uh, resource that I tend to utilize quite a bit, um, which might be funny to people, but uh, it shouldn't be, uh, is the library. Now, I understand that libraries by and large are still closed, but you can use various services that link up to your uh, library that let you virtually check out books. So I know I use Hoopla for the you know, city that I live in here in Michigan. 
and I'm able to check out, I think it's like 10 books and some of these are, you know, eBooks and some of them are audiobooks. So, you know, I look up various topics, you know, fitness, nutrition, exercise, health, wellness, you know, I look up various content on there to see what books are available. And if they, if they meet the particular criteria that I'm looking for, which is usually science-based, uh, then I will check them out and I will either listen to them or read them. And, you know, that's the other resource that I have. And between each of those resources, those five resources, I have pretty much all of my bases covered. Now, those are just the ones that, that I use on a pretty regular basis. But when I'm in a real tight pinch and I can't find a specific answer that I'm looking for, or I thought I remembered something from college and I don't quite you know, I'm not quite able to find it. I pull out, <laughs> I pull out my textbooks. Now I understand not everybody's going to have, you know, uh, physiology or biochemistry textbooks like I do. Um, but you know, it is another resource that, that I do have at my fingertips. You know, unlike a lot of people, I didn't sell most of my books back. Right. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of that information that just doesn't change that much over time. Right. We, we might understand some topics a little better, than we did before, but the grand scheme of physiology and biomechanics doesn't really change or biochemistry doesn't change all that much. So there really wasn't a need for me to sell those books back. So again, those are the the top five uh, resources that I typically get most of my health and uh, fitness information from and to stay abreast on a lot of the new topics that you know, tend to arise. So again, first one's going to be PubMed and Google Scholar. That's for all the research uh, content. So peer-reviewed published research. Uh, number two is social media and some of the, um, you know, more prolific uh, trainers and researchers that are still active. Uh, number three is examine.com. That's typically a website used for supplement uh, content. So a lot of the you know, pharmacology and the uses of different supplements you'll find there. Examine.com does uh, pull in research as well. Uh, number four is uh, T Nation and Anabolic Minds. So both of those websites, uh, again, will have various contributors to it, uh, submitting articles on, you know, various topics. And then again, number five is, well, your library, right? So... All right, everybody, uh, I'm going to cut it short there, and hopefully this was helpful. If you guys have any two cents that you want to toss in, go ahead and leave me a voice message. Otherwise, you can email me at evolvedathletics.com. Uh, and as always, if uh, you haven't checked out the Evolved Athletics community, make sure you check the description. Uh, it, it would be a pleasure to have you join and uh, continue building our community. All right, happy lifting, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.